What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here in Studio 1A here in downtown Arlington, Virginia, the heart of Arlington County. It is, of course, Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for a big show. Another exciting episode. Episode number 87. To my right, of course, it's Joanna Russo. Joanna, what's up? I think this is our last one of the year, right? That's it? Yeah. We kind of had a nice little summary episode last week with the Christmas edition, but certainly this is the last one of the year. I'm not sure whether it's going to drop before the new year hits or not. We'll have to bring in our other uh, co-host to help us with that. Docs, what's up? This is really cool. This is the last recording of 2016 and the first show of 2017. There, there it is. Okay. It bridges... <laughs> Right. These two miserable years together. <laughs> so we sit here in 2016, and you will hear this in 2017. Uh, there's been a lot on the social media recently about how bad a year 2016 is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys read this? <clears throat> well, we just lost uh, Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. I mean, there's just there's a lot of death in 2016. Yeah. That's what people are saying. I don't Among know, other depressing things. <laughs> I don't know if it's any different than other years. There's a lot of death every year, I think. Yeah, people are always dying. They are. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, and you say 2017 is going to be miserable, Docs? They're all miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Love that outlook on life. Yeah, we're really getting into new here on a positive note. <laughs> well, we got a big show to get to today, guys. So that's a positive. Uh, we have Brian from DC Dog Runner. He's going to be joining us on the program. He's the owner and proprietor of DC Dog Runner. His company will take your dog on a run. I may need to solicit his services because London needs to run, you know, like, I don't know, two, three, four times a day. So we'll ask him. <laughs> Uh, what I should do with my dog and how to run with your dog. Cause there's been a lot of conversation about dogs and about running with your dog on this show recently. Joanna, there was a time period where guest after guest after guest was, uh, somebody that was going to help Farley in his personal life. You remember <laughs> yeah, we had right. like the Browns on right, right before Farley had his baby oh, to right, talk about yeah. baby tips. Uh, it looks like we're getting back into that. <laughs> this is, this is self self-serving podcast. No, he'll, he'll be, he'll and be later. We'll talk to people who will wash windows at my house. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be very interesting. And I think, uh, I think he'll be helpful to our, our listening audience. There's a lot of dog owners out there who listen oh, to our program. Don't get me wrong. This is the perfect guest for Pace Nation. Yeah. But yeah, I think you did but, identify the ulterior yeah. motive there. It's always interesting to see how Farley introduced the guests and figure <laughs> right. out why this was on his mind. <laughs> He's on to me. Uh, also on today's program, we're going to talk about uh, Christmas, and it'll be our final conversation about Christmas. What gifts we all got. Hopefully you guys got some exciting stuff from Santa. I'll talk about what I got. Uh, there's a new book out at the end of next month, so it's a month away. And we're going to be, uh, we're, we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about our association with this new exciting book. So we'll look forward to talking about that, uh, later in the program. So we just mentioned this is going to be the first show in the new year docs, and I'm going to start off my new year with a camping trip. A I, camping trip? I bring that up because Joanna just came back from a camping trip and I want some of your feedback. So Julie and I are going to bring the dog, we're going to bring the kid, we're going to you're going to take them to this cabin in Shenandoah. A cabin in the woods. Cabin in the woods. What's the cabin in the woods reference? Is that a movie <laughs> it's or a, something? It's a or scary a, movie. Okay. I won't watch that before we go. <laughs> but we're going to start off the new year by uh, heading out to the Shenandoah. Mm-hmm. 
And we're going to, like I said, the, the kid and James, we're going to do some reflection, do some hiking, bring the dog. I might even let the dog off leash and I'll, I'll have our, uh, I'm going to have our Are you planning on coming back with the dog? I, <laughs> it's a good question. I'll, I'll, I'm going to, we're, we're going to talk to Brian later on in the program. Maybe I'll ask him about letting London off leash. But you just went camping. So, did, you know, yeah. give me the roadmap to a fun camping trip because I really have no idea. You're asking her to plan your family vacation. Yes, I, I am. Because this sh- sh- Julie won't listen to the show before... Uh, before you get there. Before we get She's there. Like, Chris, you brought s'mores. How thoughtful. Yeah, so tell me some good things to do on this camping trip. Yeah, s'mores are always a good thing. S'mores, you got to okay. have the right snacks for okay. sure. Okay, snacks. Okay, yeah. I'm and, taking and some notes here. Like good high protein snacks will give you sustained energy, plenty okay. of water. Uh, do you have specific hikes already planned out? Like, well, did you have you looked at we, some we Airbnb'd a, a house okay. that has uh, these great paths, trails. They look like they're runnable, but maybe some a little too technical to run. But yes, so there's some nice running slash hiking trails right behind the cabin. So we've got those planned out. They look like a couple miles each, two different trails. So we'll do that. Uh, snacks. There's a fire pit, so we do have the s'mores. So we got that. Is I mean, it just your family going? It's just us four. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, well, James is too young to <laughs> to really do anything, yeah. right? Yeah, that's true. Um, do you have uh, some good wine for y- yep. the cabin? Yep. Okay, I'll make sure to bring wine. I mean, I, I would have forgot. That. I would have brought the Miller Light and then made it all <laughs> about myself. So that's a good call. Wine. <laughs> I mean, I think that's everything. That's everything. But here's here's the catch, though. The most important part for me about going into the woods and any sort of camping or hiking excursion, Mm -hmm. you got to unplug. Oh man, it has Wi-Fi. So did you (laughs) did you did you have Wi-Fi on your? uh, No, oddly enough, the clearing that I was in didn't have a Wi-Fi. The clearing. Hold on. What what does the clearing mean? Did you have like a tent? Yeah. So you're out in a tent. You and Luigi. Yeah. I just I I don't think London would be able to do a tent. So Luigi was able to. Yeah. Well, I mean, Luigi's pretty calm. Right. So like we, you know, you take him on like an eight mile hike or a 10 mile hike and then he's pretty tired. Farley's blaming the dog for not sleeping in a tent. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, that's, that's true. So, so you, you went in a tent, you brought Luigi. Did you bring anybody else? Just you, you and the dog? No, no, my, one of my friends. One of your friends. Okay. All right. So tent, you guys set up camp, found a clearing. Uh, Did you. Was this a campsite that you bought? This clearing was it like a professional campsite? She or was bought? This, no, you can buy. You can go to a campsite. I don't know and how buy. you made it this far in life. <laughs> you can go to a campsite. I know this much. We used to camp as kids. You can go to a campsite and buy yourself a little plot. Well, you don't little, buy the plot. You you rent it. You yeah. Rent, yeah. You rent you. Yeah, you pay. You pay. You pay. It, you, yeah, you pay. Are you telling me, Joanna, you went out into the woods and just found a plot and said, this is where we're going to set up camp? Well, I mean, if you read, if you talk to people and you read reviews and things, you can find like good camping areas. So you can go to designated like camping grounds, but depending where you are and what the rules are, you can also, there's like places that are safer, places that people typically set up camp that then you can go there. All right. So you did some research beforehand. Yeah. The dog was fine. Did you let the dog off leash? I did. Yeah, Luigi's okay. really good off leash. He likes to like run ahead and like see what's going on, and then like come back, and then does he like try to tell you, like there's a cliff up ahead? <laughs> yeah, he's like, come on, guys, like you're walking so slow. There's exciting things up there. Yeah, and yeah. then every time he sees any sort of an animal, he gets he likes to pretend that suddenly he's this great hunter, and then he's like got attention, like ears up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but really, he would really do nothing if there was something who was dangerous to you guys. Like a bear is is Luigi going to uh, protect you? Uh, I would 
would hope so. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if London would be able to protect me uh, uh, with a bear. All right. Well, I, I'll um, bring my phone and I'll text you some questions along no, the way. No, no texting. <laughs> no texting. Okay, unplug. All right. Unplug. Start the, start the year. Um, cleanse. Yeah, cleanse. All right. All right. Not a bad idea. Well, I do have uh, further dog questions, but we'll save that for our next guest, who is going to join us here in studio. It's Brian from DC Dog Runner. He's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, guys, we are excited to be joined by the owner and proprietor of DC Dog Runner. It's Brian. Brian, what's up, man? How are you? Great, great. Nice to be here. Thanks. Good to, see, good to put faces with the uh, the sounds coming out of well, my stereo. Th- thank you. Can for you guess us. which one's which? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I think uh, that's probably pretty easy. The the guy who's really cynical and sarcastic over there, uh, the one female in the room, and the guy who talks too much. So there we go. Uh, <laughs> Got no, it. no, Brian. So uh, thank you for joining us. You you uh, mentioned before we had you on. You started binge listening to our program. Uh, that's awesome. So how many episodes have you listened to now? Uh, so got the email when l- oh, less man, than a week like ago. Two days yeah, ago. Yeah, like yeah. three days, two, two, three days ago. Yeah. And I just went back, which is weird because I listened to them in reverse order. I was originally going to start from like zero, but mm-hmm. I couldn't make it to 82. Right. 87. And I also thought, well, your styles have probably changed a lot. So I wanted to listen to the most recent ones first. Mm-hmm. So I heard the answers to stories and then heard questions. <laughs> right. Like if that makes sense, like going backwards. Right. right. Um, so I think I got back to around 70 70 okay. um so yeah a lot i mean back into wow, october getting good, to man. like the chicago marathon yep. uh one like maybe one or two previous to that well that docs likes to call what you're doing as a benjamin buttoning the uh the show which is uh kind of going backwards which i think is a good way i would encourage you to uh not listen to our first maybe 10 15 shows because we were kind of finding our we didn't s- hit our stride till 70 so yeah, that worked yeah, exactly. out perfect so you're good you're good brian <laughs> Uh, so, so we do, if you've listened to some of our shows, you, we do talk a lot about dogs. Joanna has a dog. I have a dog. We talk about running with our dogs. Uh, your company is DC Dog Runner. Tell us how you got started in that. Um, I got fat is how it starts, <laughs> oh, really? actually. Yeah, so it's 2012. Uh, I'm from Dallas originally. Okay. Um, so I was working at, and actually looking at nursing schools at the time and was looking for a way to get fit. People signed up for a 5K in like April of that year. And I got bit by the running bug hard. Wasn't a runner growing up, nothing like that. Um, ended up signing up for a 10K a month later and then ran a marathon that December. Wow. So like I went for it and like <laughs> ran in air quotes. Sure. I mean, it was it was a struggle, um, but was happy I did it. So I got a, a real extreme case of not wanting to run after that and picked up a Runner's World article. And it was about a month after the Dallas Marathon in 20, I guess 2012 at that point. And uh, there was an article about a guy running with dogs in Chicago. And I went through, the, flew through the article. I was like, man, this is great. If I could do this, like this would be, this would incentivize me wanting to get back out there and run. So I just kind of Googled around Dallas. There was a couple operations doing it. Um, one wasn't hiring. The other was like a solo outfit. So I said, I'm just going to put up a Craigslist ad mm-hmm. and like see what happens. So I put up, some, I made some flyers, put up a Craigslist ad, bought some new shoes and like drum up some business and kind of took off so i knew we had already had plans to, to move to washington dc so i knew the cost of living is crazy here i thought i could do this thing kind of on the side do it in the evenings just mm-hmm. as like a little side hustle um so we moved up here about i don't know eight months after that 
I started it here and it just took off. Like this is such a dog friendly city. Right. There's so many people that kind of like were already comfortable with the dog walking service. So with the leap to dog running, once I kind of educated a little bit on what the differences were, like it just really picked up and I just haven't looked back yet. So the answer I guess is two and a half years here in DC, about three and a half years total. Wow. So you said that you weren't always a runner, but were you always a dog person then? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, grew up around dogs and, um, you know, I've always been very comfortable with animals in general. Um, and it was always, you know, I played sports and athletics, it was basketball, baseball, tennis, all those kinds of things. Um, but, you know, I got into uh, running just as a, you know, kind of a hobby just to, to, to lose weight, shape. honestly. Yeah. And then it took and I I really found a, a groove with running and finding distances and like getting out there, running without music and just like being kind of in your head, solving problems, doing things like that. So, um, yeah, I came at it definitely, I guess, more from the running angle um, in the dogs, but always, you know, it's, it's hard not to love dogs, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I, people that say they're cat people, I'm sorry. I don't know if they're listening. But, <laughs> well, you know, uh, you said we, so is that a wife and kids and dogs and how many dogs? No dogs. No dogs. Yeah. Okay. I wow. Have, we have four children, six and under. Yes. Everybody else's dog. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I get, I get my dogging in. Yeah, yeah. So I have four kids. Wow. Uh, six, four, two and eight weeks old. Wow. So yeah, we, we are, we've got enough. I complain about one kid, man, <laughs> that's unbelievable. I'll, I'll keep my complaining off this show then. <laughs> yeah. So, um, would love to, would love to, to get a dog, honestly, when, when we have the space. So we're just waiting for the kids to be a little older so they can help. Um, cause I can't take a dog with me on every run, which would be awesome. But you know, when they can help out a little more and be a little more responsible with it, Yes, we're signing up. We've looked at a few. I know you have a, a, a German Shorter Pointer, which yep. is a great running dog. Yes. Um, and then we've looked at the Vizsla, the Rhodesian Ridgeback, and the Weimariner. So it's one of those four that we'd probably go with because I want them to be able to run with me and somebody that can run daily and, and kind of put them through the paces. Well, you were recently uh, quoted as, as one of the experts who was quoted in this Runner's World article. And we're going to talk about that. Where you talked about all those dogs uh, in that article. Uh, so how many miles a week do you actually run yourself and do you, is it all with dogs or is it some without dogs and some with dogs? Yeah, some without dogs now. Um, I have the luxury to do that a little bit. You know, when I was getting this company up and running, it was just all me all the time running every single dog. Mm -hmm. But in the last, I guess, four to six months, I've really started turning this kind of job that I made for myself and turned it into a business and into a company, which means I'm hiring others, kind of outsourcing that kind of stuff, training people how to do that. So my miles have gone down. Um, with dogs, but my mileage in total has kind of stayed the same. You know, I take Saturdays for myself now. Um, and even though we do have, you know, families that run with us on, on Saturdays, I go out for runs on my own. You know, I have other people do that, but I'll go out and it's a different kind of running when you're running with a dog and when you're, when you get out there by yourself, honestly. So are you training for something, a, a race or something right now? You said you trained for a marathon before anything on the horizon. I now? did. Yeah. So I just ran Chicago, um, okay. in, you know, this last year and I'm actually going to run the, uh, cherry blossom for the first time. Wow. So sans dog, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Sans dog. All right, there you go. All right. Yeah. So w if I am hiring you, uh, to, to run with my dog, what can I expect? Is it a 30 minute run? Do you go for 15, 30 minutes or is there different options? How's it work? There are. So there's two, um, there's the 30 minute option and the one hour option. Um, okay. and that's really the first thing we do is we come in, we do just kind of this like head to toe kind of evaluation. We check for temperament and for fitness. And then from there we go and I kind of say, Hey, your dog would be good for the 30 minute would be good for the hour. And then it's all about kind of budget and stuff like that, what they're trying to do. Um, but once I kind of understood running for dogs doesn't necessarily have to be a daily thing, you know, it's not, 
it's very similar to walking, but you know, we're there to get the exercise in. And sometimes two times a week is great. Three times a week is great. So it's really tailoring a program that fits for the dog. You know, some are just like, they pick it up and they go five times a week and it's no big deal. And a lot of them are like humans where it's like, they're getting off the couch for the first time. Right. And, and it would be, you know, detrimental to them and to their health if we get them out there and try to do too much too fast. How do you test their fitness? You take them on a run and you push them. The very first time we go out for a shortened run um, for about 20 minutes and we just as close to a sprint as we can go for as long as we can go just to see what they can handle and how they're going to respond to that. It's like a, a tempo, like a two mile <laughs> tempo know, run. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly what it is. You know, we try and find some hills. We try and, and get in there and really, really push them to see what they're going to do. And also we don't do it for the full 30 minutes because I don't want to have to carry a dog back right. to the house too far. <laughs> So you get their baseline and obviously if they're running for an hour, you got to have employees who are pretty fit, who can run for an hour. And these dogs, are they running, you know, my dog would run six minute pace if, if I let her run it. I mean, how fast are most of these dogs running? Right. So we slow them down a lot okay. because it's not just a, you know, once and go, we're trying to really work on like making fitness a part of their routine and not trying to like, they're not training for any kind of races and they're, they're not worried about goal times and stuff like that. So we're just trying to get them out there and get them doing more than they have been doing. So they're, we're, we're looking at a, a eight and a half, nine minute pace. So it's pretty pedestrian by, you know, like race standards. And I know you guys are all pretty fast. I've been listening. Uh, but you know, it's just getting them out there and getting them to do anything because what they're doing right now, they're going out, they're using the restroom and they're coming back. And right. that's basically all dogs are getting. And that's kind of what's expected. So what we're trying to do is introduce kind of fitness but also like exercise and play and instituting some like sort of like joy and happiness into their lives so can any dog go for like a 30 minute run are there like certain breeds that you guys like don't work with there are um so most dogs can go all dogs can run it's just how far and how fast yeah you know um there are some are better than others they're just like athletes um but they can all pretty much go for 30 minutes and what we do is we we like to start them with a walk run program Mm -hmm. so we'll start them you know say they're going twice a week we'll do like a three to four minute run back off of it and walk for about two to three minutes four to three three to four minute run again to and we'll just alternate like that and then we'll kind of extend those run periods out the next week and the next just like building for for a race like anybody else you know we just start running and running more until eventually they're running the entire time. Um, to your question about are there dogs that shouldn't run, um, I get a question a lot about boxers, which I feel terrible because they're so athletic looking. Um, but what the fear is, is their their muzzle. So any dog with a shortened muzzle has a harder time cooling themselves down. I don't know how much you guys know or if you've looked into it, but basically dogs cool themselves by um, cooling the air they come down. They don't sweat, you know, which is why like... They sorry, pant. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Um, thanks for saving me there. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, boxers, uh, in particular, I, I get a lot of calls about, and they're kind of disappointed when I can't take them on. And that's really just a liability issue. You know, if, if I take a dog out too, too far and too fast, like, and, and push them a little too much, they're liable to, to really, to get, to get hurt. Um, and then, uh, other dogs that shouldn't run anything younger than 12 months for sure, sometimes up to 15 months. Okay. Uh, and what we're looking at there is the growth plates. Um, if they set wrong, you know, when they're in that growth stage because of the heavy mileage we're doing, like that can really do damage to them structurally. Um, and if they don't set right, and there's also something else called hip dysplasia, um, where basically the socket doesn't form correctly and they'll have kind of like a, a little hitch in their walk. And that could be due to really pounding the pavement. Cause we get out there and, you know, we're running three miles and, you know, if you've been running a while, that's great. But if you're not used to it, it can do some serious damage to you. Yeah, that was my issue with London. I, I wanted to take her out when she was three months old, but I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Glad to, glad to know. That, and that's the kind of thing where, yeah. you, unless you know, you don't know because there's yeah. just that puppy energy is you just want to oh, get it out and you want to go play. Yeah. And 
Yeah, so I run our dog for uh, purposes of, of tiring her out mm-hmm. and getting her exercise. I would imagine that's a lot of the reasons why your clients are running or having you run with their dog. But maybe our clients also having you guys train their dog so they themselves will be able to run with them later on. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I full disclosure, I am not a trainer at all. I come from this from the running angle only. Right. But there are things you I have picked up and really what I've learned is it's a patience game. Mm-hmm. If you're just willing to be patient and, and guide your dog and let you, let you kind of lead them, if you just wait them out, they'll, they'll normally, you know, follow your lead. As we've talked about a number of times on this show, I've got this GSP uh, and she pulls really hard and I have a leash, at- leash attached to my waist. Uh, so I'm getting the benefit of running, you know, upwards of like 30 seconds a mile uh, more than I would regularly run. Uh, is that unhealthy for my dog because health.com said (laughs) it was not a thing to do but they didn't reference whether it was healthy or unhealthy it wasn't health.gov so we're okay no yeah exactly (laughs) he has listened to the show he definitely has um yeah no i think it's more um i think those leashes are great if you have a well-trained dog okay um and if you're only running one of them for sure that can be okay because Really, the fear is injuring yourself. So when they're pulling, I mean, that's right. it's not good for your arm. It's not good for you know for them on their their neck or whatever they're being held by. Like it's just kind of uncomfortable. Right. Um. So I, I don't have you know different dogs have different running styles, and if they want to be out front, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried about kind of setting the tone as like the pack leader or anything. Like I'm in control when I'm out there, and you're in control when you're out there, and they understand that. And I think that's what's most important. So as far as the pulling, there's there's solutions to that. If you're if you're you know if you're interested in looking at that, you know, there are specially um, harnesses or leashes or things that um, like uh, apparatus that go around the, 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 the head um, mm-hmm. that can really help curb that. Um, but as far as I see it, I don't think it's a, it's a big issue all right. at all. Okay. And I, I did, and we'll, we'll talk after the show. I brought my leash to show you. I brought my uh, harness that I got. So I'm going to get some feedback <laughs> inspect you, it. A, after, after the show. Uh, Runner's World had an article about this State Street Dog Mile in Santa Barbara, California. Uh, we talked about that on the program probably six months ago or so. Uh, there was a record set for uh, a human and dog for the mile, and the record was 4.15. Uh, do you think dogs can run faster than that? Uh, what do you think the top speed of, of dogs could be? Uh, is Could a dog you know, help you run faster than a 4.15 mile? What do you think? Are there different kinds of dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Yes to all. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, man. Dogs are, <laughs> if you've ever gone running with a dog, it's a very humbling experience. You know, you're just out there really tearing it up and you look down at your dog and they're just trotting along, kind of smelling stuff and looking at whatever. I mean, it's it's really kind of annoying to watch dogs and how right. easy it is for them to run. So I would say, yes, they can definitely run faster than that. And like you were saying, uh, you know, she's pulling you along for 30 seconds yeah. faster. So I would imagine, if anything, that human was holding her back. Yeah. I, th- uh, I, th- I thought so. I was impressed with that record at the time. And I know Docs is poking fun at me in my question, but <laughs> I was impressed with the record at the time. I'm no longer impressed. You put Matthew Sensuitz out there in a dog. He's going to run like in a dog costume. <laughs> no, like, no. Where with are you the going dog, with this? With the dog. Uh, he's going to run like a 330 road mile. Uh, uh, who's well, the guy that did Elvis? He's, he's the one you need to put yeah, in the dog well, costume. He's, he, and he's got uh, a Vishla. So I could see him trying trying to do that, and maybe sure. he could. Maybe Mike could do a four fifteen mile. We'll have to have him back on to talk about his dog. Um, so we mentioned a couple types of dogs: the Vishla, the GSP, uh, who are are good running dogs. 
uh, there was an article that you were quoted in in Runner's World that talked about some of the best running dogs. Uh, it was a July 20th article called The Best Type of Dogs for Runners. We'll tweet out the article. Uh, what would you say other type of good dogs to run are, run with are? Any kind of uh, working dogs, you know, the shepherds, anything like that. Um, the uh, What does the president have? What are the, the, the Portuguese water dog, great working dogs. Mm-hmm. They're not super high end, uh, like top speed, but they'll just go. You point them in a direction and they'll go. Um, the Rhodesian Ridgeback, I think, is just a phenomenal runner. And um, they're great for this area because of the heat and the humidity. It just doesn't affect them at all because they're they're African dogs, so they're used to that heat. You know, they were trained. I think they're called lion hunters. Mm-hmm. So they'll you like literally people used to have them, and 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 would like they would go fight lions if necessary if those if they were coming at the hunters or whoever you know. So they're I might need that for this weekend. <laughs> go, go um, they're really stuff. awesome dogs. And the Vishla, you know the the uh, the German short hair pointers. I mean, if you run with that one, that's that's an amazing dog too. Um, sorry, uh, Joanna, what do you have? He's a Australian cattle dog mix. Yeah. Um, and he hates running. <laughs> really? Yeah, and I was going to ask that. Like you talked about in this article, you talked about just purebred dogs. Yeah. Like do you run with mutts as well? Um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, it's just kind of trying as best you can to figure out. Now we're really elitist and we don't. Right, right, we right. Only they, do. <laughs> they only do the purebred dogs. Yeah. Um, it's really trying to do the best that you can figuring out like what the mixes are. I mean, the, the only thing I really, um, that's gonna, that's gonna fail is if that muzzle is too short. Okay. Um, or if we go out on that first run and they're just like going for, you know, a quarter mile and they just want to lay down, which has happened. I mean, you know, that, that has happened to us where we go out there and these people, you know, want their dogs to be out there and they've got all this energy and they just don't, the running isn't, isn't the answer. Um, so how how does that conversation go with the with the owner after you do the, the test run? I just I, you know honesty. I just say here's the deal. Like I, I I can see where you would think there would need to be a need for this. Um, long distance running is not the is not the answer. You know, getting out there, maybe finding somebody that's willing to sprint with them. You know, if if, if they want to try and tailor something, that's fine. Getting out there doing sprinting, get out there with the ball, doing other sorts of activities but just we may not be the solution and i've you know coming to terms with that and being comfortable telling people that you know it's when you're starting a business it's very difficult and very easy to want to say yes to everything and at the beginning you know we kind of did we did a little bit of walking we did some um pet sitting we did some you know we don't do grooming obviously but um um as we got you know kind of more established go ahead if you did grooming how much would you charge for a dog bath <laughs> i oh Th- this goodness. is the top of he hasn't gotten to this episode yet. <laughs> not enough yeah not enough okay <laughs> all right so 35 dollars, um, i guess is reasonable <laughs> i was wrong fine i admit i admit it i thought that was an exorbitant amount 35 dollars, but apparently uh, you gotta ask the question how much is your time worth yeah that's true and it probably takes about an hour to to uh bathe london my an dog. hour yeah, I mean, Why she does squirms it take so long? all around, and I don't know. She's a lot of texting. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. That's true too. Um, but yeah, we t- we take on all kinds. I mean, yeah. we'll we'll get out there and give them an honest assessment and kind of let you know we are a good fit for you. We're not good, a good fit for you, and and that's worked well for us. So Luigi, I shouldn't say that he hates running. He hates running on a leash. Like if I take him off leash, he does like running more. But in DC, I'm kind of limited that I have to run with him on the leash. So I mean, do I keep trying do i do like a run walk with him or do i just like give up and my dog just doesn't run with me i would i do you run on the um in the streets or on the i guess not to get too personal but like in the area that you live in i was gonna ask you where do you live um she's if you she's referenced (laughs) a a general area um if you have the ability to kind of run in the middle of the road on on quieter streets i found that is 
a, a potential solution. Because when I get on the sidewalks, they're too close to grass on either side. Um, and they'll really like, you just have to get them running. It, it, when they walk, there's a lot of dogs that I run currently yeah. that still, during the walk, it's a pain. Because right. all they want to do is go zigzag, zigzag. They want to smell everything. They want to mark everything. But if you get out over into the middle of the street where there's they're further away from all the smells and all the trees and all the squirrels and rabbits and rabbits. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we... Uh, uh, we have a lot better luck of just going forward. If you can get them out onto a trail, obviously that's the way to go. But what you're really risking there is running afoul of the law or um, losing a dog. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to ask you, what are the best spots here in D.C. to run your dog? <laughs> Rock Creek Park. Any chance I get, I try to get out on those trails. Um, especially like when the weather gets better, it's tougher because everybody wants to be out there with a the dog. I have the luxury of being out during the middle of the day running these dogs. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty barren the weekends it's a nightmare everybody wants to be out there with the dog obviously and it's beautiful but you're not going to get any running done because they're going to be smelling of the dogs coming across and you know other dogs and i haven't found anything really good for off-leash running honestly all right so you're you're the dog runner you have other dog runners how many clients yes. do you see in, in any given day in any given day um probably anywhere from eight to twelve Maybe so, a couple more. Than so that. you're you're seeing you're running for six hours. No, 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 no. Good so question. What yeah. I do is I spend a, a lot more time in the car. Um, I'll pick the dogs up, drive them to the next appointments, and group dogs together. So I don't run with uh, fewer than four dogs at a time. Usually, maybe three. four dogs at a time. Right. So that's why you know the answers I kind of give are like I'm trying to remember what right. it's like running one dog. I have different solutions for with for multiple dogs. But yes, every every run that I get, I try to run three to four times a day you know, anywhere from two and a half to three miles per run four times a day, three to four times a day with four dogs. So that's really how you kind of can, I can afford to do this. Cause I mean, there's only so many miles you can run, you know, there's only so many yeah, right. dogs you can run. Right. Um, so that's how we kind of work, work that in. Do you find that GSPs will run with other dogs? Again, bringing it back to me for my <laughs> personal questions here. The I just un- couldn't see my dog running with a group of dogs with you. Yeah. So you got to remember, I come in kind of like stepdad, actually, right. where I'd like they they <laughs> they like. I mean, seriously, they they really respond differently to me. Like they're babied at home, they're all these things, and I come in and it's it's time to go, it's time to work, it's time to get out there and like, you know, I try to spend as much time with them on the front end as I can going solo. You know, I'll take them out. You know, kind of oddball hours. I'll come later in the evening just right. to, to kind of grow that rapport with with the animal. Um, but I try to assimilate them as soon as possible um, into the fold, and it's kind of amazing because they just they take their cues from each other and they'll fall in line. And it's, um, it's fun whenever I can throw like a, a fifth one on there with only with dogs. I'm really comfortable with have been running for like two, two and a half years at this point. There's a, a group I have that I take out five of them and they'll all line up right in front of me. And it's one, two, three, four, five single file. And you'll just see everybody like their heads turning in every car <laughs> right, looking at right. us as we're passing by. Um, and there's something to, to the running and it turning into like a work mentality for them. And they just want to get, get the job done. So the website is uh, dcdogrunner.com. Uh, you have other uh, employees who also run dogs. Are you the only one who can do the four dogs at a time, or is everybody yeah, able I, to? Yeah, I, and that's just um, the answer is yes. There's ones that I'll, I'll I feel comfortable with running two. I have a, a runner that, that can run up to three, but she's been running with them for for over a year now. But I'm really cautious when I introduce them, um, just because I know I just feel comfortable with me. I know my right. my abilities, so it's not common. Um, you know, you see these guys walking with a million dogs and that's, that's definitely possible. But running, you're really looking out for a lot of different things. You don't want to let the only, 
Um, going back to, to, to the previous question, you were talking about the dog pulling. The only time I really get worried is when a dog is, is kind of messing around behind me because mm-hmm. if they get behind me and clip my leg out, Trippy. that's where things get, get dangerous. So the pulling out in front, as long as I can see where they're going, that's not a safety issue at all for me. Um, it's when they get behind you and, and start kind of moving around back there and you can't see them. And your employees will also run two or three times a day as well? Not yet. Most okay. of them are, are really part-time. I mean, gotcha. we've, we've just in the last six months started growing to that to that yeah. point. So eventually, yes, you know, as I get more comfortable with them and as I, you know, kind of they can show me that they're they're doing a good job. But everybody that works with me, I mean, I really, I really love them. And it's pretty, um, I, t- I pick top flight runners. I mean, that's that's definitely the, it's like I said, it's easy to love dogs. Um, but I, I want to make sure that everybody that runs with us has at least run a half marathon or was like a college athlete. If you look through, you know, check out the about, I don't know if it's the about us tab yep. on the website. I mean, they're, they're all really solid, um, solid runners and oh, athletes. Yeah. I mean, Lillian's a 50 miler finisher. Right. Uh, Alex is a half marathon finisher. Ooh, uh, need to update that. Uh, she did the Marine Corps this year. Marine Corps. Go Alex. Update the website there. <laughs> uh, Carter half marathon. I mean, so all yeah. this. All his employees, and I like to do lists, so I'm going to go through the entire... Laura and Charlie and Kayla also, all solid runners in their own right. So right. So that, that, that definitely makes sense. And that's definitely what we're looking for. We're looking for for good athletes that are... This is just a part of what they do. So kind of also, they, they typically need to have work already because this is just something that they're doing to sure. incentivize their workout, but they're already kind of top flight athletes that I can depend on that are going to be there You know, when they say they're going to be there. So for you, running two, three times a day, uh, it, does that cause problems starting and stopping running? You know, so let's say you do, you'll do eight miles, but in three different runs. I mean, is that it's physically different. tough? It, it, yeah, it was. Now, I mean, I've got it, I've got it down. And it was all about the recovery. It used mm-hmm. to be, you know, you could all go do it right now. It's just how, how are you going to feel in the morning? Are right. you going to be able to get up and do it? And, and the good thing was it didn't start that way. You know, I didn't start off the bat with this company having three per day. It was, you know one a day, two a day, two runs a day. And then you add that third one and you're kind of, you, you, you load them on the back of the, the week so that you can recover for a few days. So by this point now, I'm, my body is really used to it. Um, and, uh, it's, it's, it's okay for me, I guess. Is there any dog races? Like we, t- I just, we talked about the mile, <clears throat> the state street dog mile in Santa Barbara, California, any dog races that you know of? We mm. used to do one for Pacers running. Uh, we should bring that. We should really bring that back. It was the, I'm on board. I mean, the, let's get involved. Was, let's get involved was the with lost, that. Lost Dog 5K series in August. Uh, and, you know, I think people really dug it because they got to see how fast that, you know, they could do a 5K with their dog. So yeah. no races you're I, really aware yeah, of. Yeah, I think. And I think the reason is it seems like a real liability issue, yeah, you know, with the dogs out tough, there. actually, yeah. So I think that's why, you know, people have shied away from it. There, I looked, you know, I kind of looked up... Um, a few and there was one in Maryland, I don't know if it's Columbia, Annapolis, mm-hmm. somewhere out there that still has one, but it's it's kinda it's not dogs are allowed and invited, but it's there's still like a a non dog right portion to it too. So man, I'd I'd love to see something like that out there. I'd I'd love to get in there and, and, and kinda All right, we will have to talk about that off air as well. How many times would you enter that single race? Like, would you enter it like five times? Right. Uh, what do you? Oh, like, what do you mean? Well, like you're running with uh, Bruto, and then you're you're running with Fido, and yeah, then you're running he's with run four yeah, dogs. He's gotta, yeah, he's got five five <laughs> yeah. dogs entered yeah. into the race. Well, he'd probably have he'd probably enter the race eight times. Probably could finish and come back, finish and come back <laughs> at least twice. I would think in the five k. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Man, that's uh, that got me thinking about all the questions I get out there. I don't know how many times a day people ask me, oh, "You got your hands full there." I guess that's not a question, but just or it's like, just, "You need a sled, or you need a rollerblades." Or you, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I, I heard it all, pal. Yeah, <laughs> I know. 
Yeah, that's that's I, the problem with with the random people's witty right, comments. Right. Not <laughs> yeah. so witty. Leave leave the funnies to William E. Docs. Yeah, <laughs> leave leave the jokes to Docs, and uh, you, you'll be just fine. Yeah, I, I get the same thing. Like, oh, Chris Farley, you look a little skinnier in person, or you look good for a dead guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> enough. You know. Although I, I did have a list of questions, and, and you said what you know what what you get come across stupid questions. I, I would think it would be kind of fun to have a sled with London pulling me when it uh, snows, snows this winter. So I'll, I'll hold off on asking you that question. So I realize <laughs> it's dumb. Uh, one of the other problems I have with Luigi is that he doesn't like. He's like me. He doesn't like summer. Oh, so. uh, the weather. He's <laughs> always with this weather thing. Yes. But but I mean, you, I'm sure you know, like summer can be very difficult for dogs. Right? Summer is very difficult. I mean, that's kind of the the conversation I have on the front end with with the families I run for. I let them know we're going to dial it back, and that's just a safety issue. The real issue is everyone gets off around five six o'clock, and there's so much sun left in the day. Um, that they want to get out there and they want to run. You want to be active. Everybody wants to get out during the summer. But uh, but what's been happening is the asphalt's been baking in the sun all day. So it's the hottest it's ever going to be. And that can really be um, a safety issue in, in terms of burning the bottoms of their feet. Um, and uh, something called tenderfoot. So you'll see your dogs kind of really kind of dancing around and prancing. And it's because you basically burned the paws huh. um, on their feet. So running in the, in the middle of summer, I think, is really... Um, it's tough. It's tough to say no to because you, you, the weather's beautiful. Um, and then what we talked about earlier about the, the overheating and stuff like that. But if you we know. could get on Rock Creek Park, uh, when right? It, yeah, it's been shaded all day. Yeah. It's that soft pad. You okay. know, it's it's a uh, it's it's grass or I mean, you know, it's dirt. Yeah, that's optimal for sure. Well, and what about water? Like, how much if you're running with your dog? Like, how much water do you take with you? There are specialty running bottles. That might be something you guys could carry uh-huh. in the store. Um, okay. There. Um, I don't even know how to explain it, but they look just like a water bottle. They just have this sheathing that's like um, some sort of like softer, um, softer plastic that pulls over and you it turns into a bowl on the spot. So it's oh, something okay. you can yeah, carry yeah, yeah. on. You I can just... even stick it into like if you carry a belt when you run, anything right. like that. Um, but yeah, you should definitely, you know, every kind of 15 minutes pull over um, and, and let them have some water or give them the option. They're not always going to take it, you know, and dogs will let you know when they want to, but they also can't tell you, hey, I'm thirsty, right. you know, and, and really... Um, key is back off when you see that tongue hanging out. If that tongue is, is darting in and out and they've got control of it, great. But when you see it kind of tailing off to the side or like just kind of hanging out and they're just like, that's when you need to really back off and slow it down and, and you know, maybe just walk it back to the car um, if you're not too far out. So I mentioned my, my leash earlier uh, today and I wanted to show you my leash here. Now I've decided guys that I'm not going to let London off leash. He's convinced me that letting London <laughs> off leash on my camping trip is not a good idea. So this is the leash I use. Uh, we sell it at Pacers Running. It's called a stunt puppy leash. I have this um, harness that uh, goes, you know, so it doesn't just pull her neck. It, it She can pull from, you know, her core there. And then there's a, uh, the leash has got, um, you know, a little bit of a elasticity there and stretches and goes around my waist. Good leash, bad leash, grade me on that. Um, <laughs> so I think there are no good, no bad leashes. They're uh-huh. all, they're, when you use appropriately, um, you just got to find the one that works the best for you. Um, but obviously somebody did a lot of testing on these things, yeah. put a lot of engineering and money in these things. So they do work mm-hmm. to some degree, um, just maybe not for all dogs. And that's what I've learned. I mean, there's just, there's a ton of products out there, out there. And if you're getting the results that you want, continue with what you have. But if not, get out there on Amazon, get out there at your local store that with, with people, you know, email me. I, I've answered plenty of questions, you know, just, sure. just with, with help and, and kind of steering people towards, um, 
uh, towards particular products. I've had a lot of a lot of luck with uh, something called the Gentle Leader. Are you guys familiar with that at all? No. I mean, that's a great tool, and what it does is basically wraps around the nose and the and the and the bottom of the mouth. I don't have to do that because people right. can't see me. Right, right. <laughs> He's doing it here in studio. But, uh, yeah. but uh, what it does is when they go forward and try to pull, it just turns their head slightly mm-hmm. and um, they don't have the the kind of the muscle and the pull and the torque to, to like get you going. Um, that being said, some dogs hate it and they'll scratch their noses off trying to get that thing off. So that may not be uh, okay. a good we'll fit. We'll give it a shot with But London, the, uh, the harness that goes around, I've, I've got definitely some dogs that do that. I know, you know, um, prong collars can be kind of you know, depending on who it is, there's yeah. people that just really are against them. I'm, you know, when used appropriately and if they're, they're sized appropriately, all you're trying to do is get their attention. That's all you really need to do when you're out with the dog is, is get that dog's attention. And if it takes stopping, gathering yourself, composing yourself, that's what you should do. I mean, just really remember that you're out there as much for the dog as for yourself. You know, remember that the dog is out there too when you're running with them. All right. It's Brian. It's DC dogrunner.com. So if I'm in DC, pretty much anywhere, DC, Virginia, Maryland, yeah, for the most part, you know, we definitely. Um, I'm I'm based in, out of Maryland, so okay. if you want me, it right. helps if you live up in uh, <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, kind of the Montgomery County, okay. uh, Northwest DC. But we have a few down here. I've got a, a, a couple students at, at George Mason uh, that cover this area for me that are great, you know. Um, and I've got some over in Southeast, and we're yeah. I guess the answer is yes. Sorry for wasting well, your time. Well, no, fanta- <laughs> no, that's fantastic. <laughs> you can find him, like I said, online. Also on Twitter, it's DC underscore dog underscore runner. I guess DC Dog Runner was taken, or do you I, like the? I tried it. No, no, no. I want the original, but you it was <laughs> it was definitely taken. It was taken. Uh, All right, and nobody's so using it. Some if, egg somewhere. And oh, can't stand the egg or avatars. The, oh my god, I cannot. Know, st- I cannot stand the egg avatars. If you have that uh, that that yo, you just started. Why did you Why did you bring up <laughs> the eggs? If you have the DC Dog Runner, I have to adjust his level on the you, mic. He's so <laughs> furious. And you are are squatting if on you're Brian's handle. Please, That's I mean, use it or get the yeah, egg out of there. Do the world a favor and transfer the account. Yeah, please do. Um, uh, it's really the only thing holding me back from like 10,000 followers. Yeah, I I, I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, it's DC underscore dog underscore runner. Find us on, you know, like much more, like you're going to get more bang for your buck if you get us on Instagram, which Instagram? is the exact okay. same. Okay. Yeah, Instagram is the exact same, but, you know, it's pictures of dogs, which is much oh, more fun than like that. me tweeting Witty well, stuff. well, we enjoyed your tweet. You tweeted the uh, program uh, before you were on here. Oh man, so did you? I, I can't you wait tell to, them what I did. <laughs> well, I, I think you were grammatically incorrect, which is something <laughs> that I'm something that that I am. Who told you about that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. Well, he called himself. I out. I called myself out before. You know, I, I had a feeling about you, Docs, that you would <laughs> roast me on that. So I let it. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, I better so, jump on this grenade so first. You can you can see there, Docs. I couldn't identify what the grammatical error was there. I'm sure Doc's Joanna certainly could as the librarian of the crew, uh, but I thought it was a fine tweet. You couldn't find it, Farley. Uh, oh no, I, just I glanced, can glance yeah, at it. All right, you that's a big. That's actually a bit oh, big pet get, yeah. peeve. People get fired up possessive. over that one. People get fired oh, up over that one. You're, 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 and there, there, oh, there. Got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. You're about to get. Okay. Well, you did screw that up, but <laughs> I can. <laughs> I can definitely. Thanks for being on the podcast. See you guys later. Hope I can definitely relate. I just want to know you're a brother. You got a brother in arms here. Awesome. Because I uh, make many mistakes like that myself. <laughs> but you did correct yourself, so we appreciate that, and we look forward to uh, getting your tens of listeners on board with our show. Our <laughs> <laughs> your tens of followers on yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everybody, go listen to the well. show you're already listening to. All right, Brian. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Brian Barrera. He's of DCDogRunner.com. 
Thanks for joining us here on Pace the Nation. Thank you so much. There he goes. Brian from DCDogRunner.com. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Brian Barrera for joining us here on Pace the Nation. Of course, you can find uh, Brian online at dcdogrunner.com. Twitter, it's dc underscore dog underscore runner as well. So A lot of underscores. Yeah, but, you know. Guy loves underscores. If you can, if you can find that, let, let me let me say, if you can find that person who's squatting on that that other mm-hmm. handle, uh, let us know. We'll take care of them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> also, you can find them on Instagram. What, what, wait a minute. Let's, <laughs> what does that I just mean? Get really, take care of I get really upset with these guys who squat and, on and these handles. And why are you lumping me and Joanna into whatever <laughs> you're about to do? I just can't stand it. It just frustrates me. You're I understand. Sit on with with. I'm looking this guy up right but, now. But Farley, don't throw your life away over this i just don't know why he needs the handle if they're not going to tweet they're not going to do anything and they're going to have an egg as an avatar the guy has all right we're getting off topic we're getting off topic all right zero followers anyways save that save something for the tweet show yeah all right it's brian uh he's with dcdogrunner.com give him a follow give him a call connect with him he's got uh, great service if your dog needs some running or or if if you want to get your dog into running he can Coach him up to, uh, to to get out there and run with you. All right. Christmas season has come and gone. It is my favorite time of the year. It was. It was my so favorite time. So do you time get uh, really depressed after Christmas? A little Christmas? melancholy. Yeah. A little post-Christmas uh, depression. Absolutely. PCD. Yes. Uh, take the tree down after New Year, after mm-hmm. the New Year. So make sure you guys do that. Well, I was, like on what day? Like, aren't New- you supposed to do it January 1st? New Year's Day. Yeah. Joanna? Well, I didn't put up a tree, so... I know, but what's your rule? (laughs) She doesn't have a rule. Uh She's not as uh, strict with uh, the rules. Yeah, I actually... I would have to consult my parents. I have no (laughs) idea when we took down the tree. Docs for you? I kind of... No, I think January 1st is the the right day. But I think I'm going to just keep it. It it like improved the smells in my house. It did, yes. You know, so it it's kind of awkward though when people come to your house and you have a tree and it's like it's a conver- it's a conversation piece. <laughs> It'll take them a while to see that it's a Christmas tree because I only have eight ornaments. That's true, which is a huge increase since the last time we talked That's about true. my ornaments. On well, the tree. if you want to send Docs a, an ornament, uh, you can definitely send it to uh, thirty one hundred Clarendon Boulevard. Uh, send your ornaments along. Uh, he might have his tree up in June, July. And- <laughs> August. So. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a, yeah. a Christmas decoration. No, it could be it, an, anything you want. Uh, but it, it is the best time of year. It's come and gone. Uh, you guys get anything of note? Anything that you'd like to tell the Pace well, the Nation nation about? I had. I was thinking about. I, I, I'm not going to answer your question. I'm <laughs> okay, going fine. to Go ahead, address what you were talking about about the best time of year. Okay. I kind of decided that next year I'm going to get all my Christmas shopping done in August. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I don't really enjoy the best part of the year because because i'm like stressed out trying to figure out what am i going to get for everybody and when am i going to find time to go shopping and all this kind of stuff if i just knock that out in august and have everything stored in the attic and then i could really enjoy christmas but a good idea 23 years for me to figure this out (laughs) no good good idea except for when you get them the iphone 7 and the iphone 8's out in december it's just going to be a little bit of a, a a letdown and who would have foreseen that 
well, they do come out pretty much every time, same time every year. Yeah. But there's going to be, my point is, is there's what's relevant in August is not as relevant sometimes in December. Wow. Okay. Is that true? <laughs> I feel no? like I feel like if you're buying something that's that trendy, then by March they're not using your Christmas presents anyway. Mine yeah. are practical. Okay. They last exactly okay. 365 days All until right. the next gift. All right, that's fair. All right. He's not going to answer my question, but but Joanna, anything that you got that you were really particularly excited about? Yes. So, yes. um I I am now, you know, a chef. Right. So, I got really nice knives for Christmas. So, I was very excited about that. Um, I also got a calendar. Okay. Every year. A, a colander or a calendar? A calendar. <laughs> oh, I thought you, this was still on the chef theme. <laughs> no, no, no. We've moved on now. Right. Uh, every year, my parents used to get me a calendar. And then at some point in time, they just decided that they didn't need to do that anymore. And then mm-hmm. I never know what day it is. So Ooh, now tough. I have a calendar. You have a phone, though, that could tell you what day it is. No, no. I like I like the picture for every month. All right. Yeah. I, I do love your uh, brick and mortar. <laughs> well, you do love brick and mortar. So you're going to keep me in business. I appreciate that. About you. <laughs> Wait, you're selling calendars now? Um, <laughs> well, we should have calendars, yeah. And then my brother gave me this really cool homemade, well, he didn't make it, but um, tea mug. It's really cool. Okay. Um, and they sent me a sweater as well, which was really nice. Nice. That's good. Oh, and I got a, a Himalayan salt lamp. Oh, okay. It's like an air purifier. It sounds very uh, relaxing. That's good. No? Yeah I, yeah, I guess it's relaxing. Okay. But it's it's supposed to help me in my uh, not getting sick well, because of the purified air. And my grandma sent me like 42 oranges. So well, she should have sent you bell peppers. Why? Bell peppers have more vitamin C than oranges. Yeah, but you can't like bite into a bell sure you pepper. Can. Sure you can. All the seeds? Come on, Joanna. <laughs> Well, that sounds. Do you like avoid a, apples? That sounds like a great Christmas. That's uh, well done by the Russo family. And it was really nice that they were down here in DC, yeah. and we had a lot of great meals. Yeah. And now my house is really empty without them. Oh, yeah. So you have PCD as well. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. Um, I will answer your okay, question. Okay, please answer. Yeah. I just wanted to talk okay. about something I was excited to talk about okay, before fair. we started talking about your dog and your <laughs> camping trip again. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I got Nerf guns. Nice. Not they were a gift for me and my nieces, and we literally played with those for a day and a half. That is that sounds and like we a, invented tons of games. Yeah, that sounds. Fun. Um, it was nonstop. Uh, w- my mom did get shot in the head. It wasn't me, uh, <laughs> and that was almost the end of it. But uh, I like those. I like those old school. You know, get out and do something with your gifts, type gifts. Yeah. You know, like the Nerf guns or the Nerf balls. You know, the, there's too many of the uh, electronics that have destroyed my life. You know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little bit of a hypocrite in saying mm-hmm. this, but I do like those type of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I noticed that because of the Nerf guns, you didn't do any of the puzzle. Yes. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, still that's true. Actually, studio. Uh, I didn't even bring the puzzle down, but, but full disclosure... I knew what I was getting into. They have a, a crowded house. Yeah. Uh, there was not going to be an opportunity. It, 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 it would not have been any respect to the puzzle. Uh, but I did feel bad. I wanted to move it so that at least Joanna thought that I might have <laughs> done something, but it's still sitting in the same exact spot. And, kind uh, of offensive. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, and she, I know that she had her designs for that puzzle, uh, what did you guys end up doing on Saturday night or Friday night or whatever night it was? Um, 
Oh, I think my parents helped me pack some dishes. Nice. Oh, so they really <laughs> hate the fact that I have the puzzle. Sorry, yeah. Russos. Yeah. Yeah. That puzzle for those who aren't following or can't, uh, didn't listen to the last episode. Uh, she expected to get her own gift in the Yankee swap, which was a puzzle. Uh huh. And her parents were going to do the puzzle, but they ended up having to do dishes instead. Yeah. <laughs> pack dishes. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Um, well, I uh, got myself a uh, Redskins win and a chance for the playoffs. So that was really exciting for me. Oh, what happened in the fantasy Super Bowl? Oh, we, we can get to that too. Okay. Uh, but but I also, my father-in-law gave me tickets for the Skins game against uh, the Giants on Sunday. Win and go to the playoffs. So I'm very excited about that. Hmm. I also got uh, something, uh, another technology type deal i got this stick from amazon you put it in your tv and you say hey alexa play i don't know some sort of uh show that i've never watched Mm -hmm. um show me reruns of washington (laughs) football games (laughs) or i don't know what are the shows out there that that i should watch that are on netflix haven't you been seeing the netflix commercials now where you're supposed to just watch whatever you want to watch not what people tell you to Oh well, that well, that's what I'll I will do. But you games. should well, you should watch Black Mirror. Okay, Black Mirror. I, 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 you should watch The Crown. The Crown I was so watch good. That. I won't it's watch good. that. Yeah. Game of Thrones. I won't watch that. But it's well, that's, basically uh, that's not on Netflix anyway. Oh, it's not. Okay. Well, anyways, the the stick is going to let me watch whatever I want to watch. If somebody dies in your house, Amazon won't release anything to the authorities. This is a new story. Okay. Again, didn't. <laughs> Can that, you elaborate? Yeah, I didn't. I, that flew right over my head. Yeah. Uh, so, some guy had like a party at his house and somebody ended up dead. And so the the um, Amazon stick records what you ask it. So the police wanted to know what questions had been asked of the Amazon stick in order to try to solve the mystery of how this guy died. Wow. And Amazon won't release it. Just like with Apple, who wouldn't unlock that uh-huh. guy's phone. But let's be honest, we can find a, a dozen people that can get that in five minutes. <laughs> if, so. you're, if you're new to the show, uh, we started off the show talking a very depressing death subject to, and now another death topic here. Generally, what we're more up, uh, uplifting. Um, oh, Carrie Fisher and Debbie yeah. Reynolds. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're more yeah. generally. Well, you can, you can cut out the Amazon stick thing, too. I just just read that article, so okay. it's on my brain. Well, let's see how easy this show is to edit. <laughs> Generally more uplifting than that. Uh, but you did mention Dox's uh, fantasy football final. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, she, it's called fake football. Right. Okay. Okay. And it's not a Super Bowl. It's a Kai Shai Cup. The Kai Shai Cup. And uh-huh. he had never won the Kai Shai Cup. And it looked very bleak Monday yeah. night yeah. on the for final Dox. game for Dox. Yeah. yeah. But Dox, how did it turn out? Champion. Champion. So what yeah. do you win? Cash. Straight cash, homie. Straight oh. cash and a cup. A thousand dollars. Rich people don't write checks. <laughs> I don't. I don't. She's that reference flew over her head. Her I know. Head. Finally, a reference I get. It's sports related <laughs> on this show. But yeah, Docs, congratulations, Cash Thank you. Cup champ. Who it, who lost? Um, somebody you don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, actually, everybody, including Farley. Yeah, I did lose. at the end of the season, there's only one winner. All right. Well, congratulations, Docs. Uh, that is huge. Whether you realize it or not, uh, it is. It is the second biggest accomplishment of my life so i'm pretty, what's the, pretty excited what's the about first it biggest accomplishment i'm i it's i can't talk about it on right, the show. it's the show uh it's definitely <laughs> the show um all right so earlier on i mentioned we were excited about a new a book that's going to be released at the end of this month right i thought at first when you said that that it was like pace nation behind the mics 
Yeah. Oh no. Or if you write it, uh, we. we uh, how is that coming? Do you have a publisher yeah. yet? Uh, or are you going to self-publish? I think we'll go self-publishing. Well, mm-hmm. that's what this guy did. It's Matt Sensuitz with Chris Kwiatkowski, self-published. Hey, they've been on the show. They both have. And the book is, I believe, Like Father, Like Son. And it's uh, it's the story of Matt Sensuitz. And pretty much he described what the book's going to be back in episode probably 60-something, the last Matt Sensuitz uh, episode that we had him on, Matt Sensuitz Sr. episode we had him on. He described the book. Uh, it talks about him you know, running, uh, coaching, and bringing up uh, his kids. So that is going to be out January 22nd. And it may be, I think it's like Father Like Son or the other, the title might be Am I Here Because of You or Are You Here Because of Me? That but, might be the subtitle. It's very yeah, long for a title. That is long for a title. I think like, like Father Like Son. What's, what does Matthew have uh, tattooed across his chest? Like, like Father, Father like, like Son. So I think that might be. Uh, I don't think that's the book cover. Weren't, weren't they going to let our, our listeners crowdsource the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the book title? The book title? No, is I, that what we came up with? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that they ended up going with that. I think you're right. The other one was a little too long. But that can be the subtitle. It can be the subtitle. Yeah. But we will talk a lot more about that when the book comes out uh, later next month. Uh, very exciting. I can't wait to read it. Uh, both Matt and Chris talked a little bit about it on this show. Uh, Matt is one of the most interesting magnetic characters, uh, people you you'll ever meet. And his book is going to be, I mean, just, it's got to be incredibly uh, impossible to oversell it. It's impossible to oversell <laughs> it. It really is. If you, if you want to go back to his interview, it was episode 64, 64. Yeah. Okay. And, and we have a memory, uh, tool to remember that that's eight squared okay eight squared i do that's, know eight squared that's how you know okay that I won't, yeah. I won't was forget. his first episode episode eight uh no he was episode seven Ugh. seven if only he had been on episode eight nice. i know but it's going to be out january 22nd uh more to come from uh us and how we are going to uh help promote this uh th- this maybe book tour that that he goes on but uh I talked to Coach last night, and he wants uh, he wants the uh, Pace the Nation nation uh, to know about it, and for the Pace the Nation host to be involved somehow. So Excellent. that that'll be that'll be really exciting. We'll let you uh, guys know how we promote the book uh, in the next few weeks. It was self published, which is pretty impressive that these guys were able to self publish. Um, I, I don't know how they. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but I know that they had to do it on their but by you, themselves. But you are impressed. I'm imp- <laughs> I know they had to do it by themselves. <laughs> I do know. So that. you know what the self part yeah. means. Yeah, um, Joanna, how would I get a book self published? Uh, well, you you'd have to find uh, a printer okay. and, and get it printed. So then you're so when you work with a publishing house, they kind of take care of all of that. And they promote the book for you? And, yeah, the, okay. and they'll deal with all of that. But if you do it on your own, then you're basically finding somebody that will take your proofs and turn it into a published copy of a book. Ooh. And then if you want to get it copyrighted, you have to do that on your own as well. Well, I hope he isn't uh, leaning on us to do all the promotion for him. I know we got a lot of listeners, but I think he wants to sell more than, um, you know, the hundreds more of thousands, than 200,000 yeah. copies. Yeah, probably so. Well, now we've got those listeners from Brian. So. Yeah, that's true. The yeah. tens. So now Brian. we have 200,008. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, don't sell, sell Brian. Don't sell Brian short. I'm sure um, we'll, we'll gain at least uh, 11 or 12. 
Um, so that's exciting. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated, but everybody who's listening should get the book. It's like Father Like Son, and I think it's for a very reasonable $25. So only $25. So, Docs, if you want to get your Christmas shopping done in January... Uh, you can do, you can uh, do it January 22nd. That's a good idea. Then I can enjoy the next 11 months. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Stress-free. Let there me you ask go. you let me ask you a question. Yes. If I get all my Christmas shopping done in January, can I put my tree up? <laughs> all right, I will allow that. Yes. Okay. I will allow that. Although I do think the tree might die mm-hmm. between now and next year. I don't it's know. It's already dead. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how those things work. Uh, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. We also have our location in Princeton, New Jersey, Seven Palmer Square. So if you are up in Princeton this New Year's Eve or any time afterwards, uh, you can go check us out there at Seven Palmer Square in Princeton. Also, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Pace the Nation and. The email address, if you want to get in touch with us, it's pacethenation at gmail.com. All right, good show, guys. Episode number 87 in the books. Can't believe we've made it this far. Awesome. In the last episode of the year and first episode of the new year. I don't know how that works, but 87 episodes in, I still don't understand it. Thanks to Brian from DCDogRunner.com for coming on the program. If you need your dog run, go to Brian, and his team can definitely help you out. DCDogRunner.com. Thanks to Joanna Russo. Thanks to William E. Docs, and thanks to you, the listener. For Pace Nation, I'm Chris Farley. We will see you next week. take uh my son and and julie and and the dog we're all going to head out to the shenandoahs and we're going to well i guess it's not camping because we're going to be in a cabin <laughs> yeah and you get these dogs out there and they have no protection on their pads mm. and what can happen oh, is their it'll, paws, it'll, their, yeah their, on their paws mm-hmm. on the pads of their feet mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well what i say he said there's he's got no protection on the pads, well, on the pads. pads. Oh. Yeah. oh i thought same thing were, yeah pads paws Right. Trust Ed- me, edit, I'm a professional. Edit, edit, I know, edit that. <laughs> it's kind of funny that you corrected him.